Uh, as you can see, ten tonight's forecast calls for a waning crescent. If an eye pops out of there in the middle of the video, I'm going to freak out. Coming, Everyone, I would like to start making videos again and be more structured about this. I'm sorry that I haven't in a while. My friend Wells and I, uh, we were we were like, yeah, let's make a video together. And then like, when that was obviously unrealistic for us because we have tests in school and internships. It was tough. Um, I was like, also, I just got lazy. And I don't have a good excuse. Um... But I can at least give you guys my thought process, so just in case any of you guys like my chest hair. <laughs> just in case any of you guys ever get like this too. I sometimes, when I make these videos, I I go through a battle of doubts in my head. I'm wondering, well, John, uh, does anyone even care about these? Does anyone actually listen? Um, are you just doing this for you so that you get noticed? Or are you actually doing it for God? You know, I start doing getting through doubts like that, and it's just like sometimes this brain really can overthink itself i think we can all agree on sometimes you just settle down you pray and then you go do so before this i prayed and now i do i did i does whatever and that's what i'm going to do so today that's out of there we address that today i want to kind of talk about indifference and why maybe to me it's the worst possible sin you could ever commit because when you commit the sin of indifference and you get to the point of indifference. There's a lot of ways and paths you can use to get there. And I'll talk about that in later videos. But overall, when you become indifferent, you become your own God. You might go to church and have your own prayer routine. You don't listen. And you're the one. You you're, you can judge anyone because you clearly know what they went through. Simple example is when I go to like New York or Chicago, I walk on the sidewalks. And I see so many homeless people. And I look and it's like, oh, what do I do to help you? Like that. Can I do anything, right? If I, if I go pray, does that even help you? The answer is yes. If you can remember to pray for the people you saw, that's wonderful. Um, and, but at least, at the very least, I haven't gotten to the point, and God willing, I never do, where when I walk on those sidewalks, I don't even acknowledge or see the homeless people. Because I've become so indifferent that I don't care about it. I don't care about them. I walk by, you know, and, you know, before maybe what, what led me there was, the should be working harder. There's jobs you can go get. It's your fault you're there. You're lazy. Well, I didn't know that we were God and we knew how they got there. We can't assume that type of stuff. It makes it easier. Why do we do that? Like, why, why do we think like that sometimes that, you know, oh, they should work harder and then they wouldn't be homeless? Because it's easier for us then to not have to have that awkward feeling of what do I do to help? If we frame ourselves and imagine that, oh, well, it's, it's their fault they're there, so I don't have to help them. Well, guys and gals, if Jesus thought like that, we'd be old damn to help. So, tough, but we got to wrestle with that. Because look, anywhere in, uh, in the Bible, you know that book? <laughs> uh... When does Jesus get this update available on my computer? No, I don't, don't want to update it. Does anyone ever update that stuff? Anyways, uh, when does Jesus get angry in the Bible outside of when he flips the tables in the temple? 
it's when the Pharisees are indifferent because they constantly put him to the test where they don't care what he does. Look at when he healed the man on the Sabbath. The Pharisees, oh, well, if he heals the man, then he did something on the Sabbath, which is bad, and we can put him to death. Boom. Yeah, take that, Jesus. Or, oh, you know what? He didn't heal that man on the Sabbath. If he was so good and powerful, wouldn't he heal that man? Huh, he can't possibly be the Messiah. Right? Oh, it's a win-win for us. Yeah, we don't care what you do, Jesus. We're indifferent. We got you either way. We don't even care that this man's injured or ill. And Jesus, in that passage, I'll find it later. I can't remember it right now looks at them with disdain or anger, whatever the word is, but you get the point that Jesus looks at them because he's angry, because they're indifferent. Jesus wasn't even angry at Judas or Peter when they betrayed and denied him, but he's angry at them for being indifferent because they don't care anymore except about themselves, and that's all that matters. And I'm trying to make this video today to keep me responsible, and you guys can keep me responsible. Again, I don't do this to, to preach, to a, a choir that can't respond to me. I do this because most of you know who I am. And even if you don't, nowadays you can communicate and connect to people so easily. And I would love to actually have conversations so that I can be better. <sighs> and be closer to God. And here's where I'll ramble a little bit. God willing, I can keep this to five more minutes. Uh, the way that gets avoided is when you actually have a fruitful prayer life. But... And, and you see these situations go on, right? You see the homeless person on the street. You feel like that you assume their circumstance. And, like, who you end up being as a human being is how you react to the circumstances and the situations in life. Who I am right now is not, oh, I'm John Haggerty and I was born on November 30th, 1999, 7.03 a.m. No, that's not who I am. I am how I've reacted to circumstances in my life and how I will react. So, you know, not to like dwell on the past, but that's shaped me. And so the circumstances in the future, I need to be able to be better reacting to those. And I'll just use this as an, uh, let, let's just get into this. I love Les Miserables, right? It's a great musical and I haven't read the book, but the, you get the pick, the message, right? In that, I won't be spoiling anything, but there's a, the main character early on is a prisoner and he just gets out of jail. No one wants anything to do with him because he's been in jail. They assume his situation, assume he did something bad and deserved to be there, and it's his fault, so they don't have to help him, and he ends up on the streets. You know who helps him? A bishop. Brings him into his home, doesn't care about his past. He doesn't care that the world's telling him that he should hate this person. He cares about what God thinks. And he helps this person, and that that's all I'll give you for that. But what I want to know is when we see people, do we do we do we actually see a situation? Let's look at immigration on the border, right? Republicans are supposed to be pro-life. Gosh, I hate bringing up talking about Republicans and Democrats, but let's do this, everyone. Republicans were supposed supposed to be pro-life, right? All right, good. I agree. Fight for a baby's life in the womb. Of course. How are you going to turn people away at the border and say that they should go back to their country without the proper documentation? Oh, I'm sorry, man from, or woman, or child from Mexico. You can't come into our country because you clearly didn't have time to go get your documents. Um, go away. 
think so. That's not pro-life, everyone. I have news for you. You're no different. So many people I know who love Les Mis think like this. They're no different than all the people who turned the prisoner, the main character in Les Mis, away. You are not the bishop. You should always want to be the bishop. Why is that? Because when we see those certain situations in life that have led us to this point, we don't go to scripture. We don't look at this. We don't look at the homeless person on the street and think, how do I help them? <sighs> well, I guess I just can't. Uh, why? Oh, because, you know, I was watching CNN earlier and, and they said this. Or I was watching Fox News earlier and they said this. Well, there's your problem. You're going to people or echo chambers or whatever to react to situations. You're letting that shape how you see it. Or maybe, maybe we could have just a little ounce of courage to go away from the tide of the world and the way society wants us to be seeing everything and we could see a situation we could see that homeless person or that immigrant who wants help at the border whatever it might be and we could say huh maybe i'll go to scripture maybe i'll go to prayer and i'll talk to god about how i should be thinking about this situation so then i can properly act on it in the future that's not very indifferent is it you're actually making a plan of action. You're actually trying to help someone while also helping yourself. Doesn't sound too bad, does it? I might be 21 years old, everyone. I understand I'm not as wise, and I might not understand how the world works. I'm not trying to understand how the world works. I'm trying my best to understand how God works and how God wants to use me to go to work for everyone in this world. I might not be doing a good job at it, but I'm doing better than I was doing last year. And God willing, a year from today, I can say I'm doing better than that. I'm not where I want to be, but I'm doing better because I need to have that mentality every day. And I hope all of you can keep me accountable to it. And all of you will join me because I cannot do this alone. <laughs> It's scary when some of the closest people in your life will look at you like you don't know anything and that you're a fool simply because you don't care what the world tells you to feel or think about things. You care what he does. And if you make that your priority, well, my friends, we just might make it out of this life and get to the next one. But... It requires a relationship with God, and it requires us to do it together, which means holding each other accountable. Well, everyone, I hope that made sense in a capacity. Sometimes in these things, I hold back because I don't want to step on any toes. I think as I waited a little long to make the next video, I want to not be afraid to do that anymore. Because if I do step on some toes and I'm wrong, you guys can tell me, and now I can think better about it in the future and, you know, change my views. If I fail, all right, I'll get back up and I'll try to be better, right? I want to actually make this real and not be fake hiding behind a screen. So, everyone, sorry it was I went a minute over than I wanted to go, but yeah, play it on, uh, you know, one and a half speed or something like I do with my Zoom lectures. Uh, I don't do that. Uh, everyone, have a happy Sunday. If you're watching this on, you know, it'll be Sunday. Yeah. Have a happy Sunday. 
or whatever day of the week it is, don't be afraid to go against the tide of the world. When you see something and you're confused and instead of maybe going to one of the social medias or the Fox News or CNN, go to scripture and just talk to God. Because not only are you helping yourself to view the world the way Jesus wants you to, right, go to the Gospels, but you're also helping yourself get into the habit of prayer and actually going to God and making him your teacher and your best friend. Because he loves you, and we owe him that at the very least. I love all of you. God bless. Go out and tell all the world. Thank you.